Every day we begin the tefillah of Shemayin Ezra with a lekei Avram, a lekei Yitzchak, a lekei Yaakov. We address HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the father of our holy Avos, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. We invoke schus Avos, the merits of our patriarchs. We ask Hashem for Yeshua's in their schus. However, the question is, the Gemara says in Masech the Shabbos, Shmuel Amar, Thomas Chus Avos. The merits we have from our Avos have been depleted. That account is used up. All the schusim have been consumed. So why do we mention the Avos in our prayers? Says Toisvis, even though Thomas Chus Avos, meaning that Chus Avos is finished, their merits can't produce Yeshua's anymore. However, Bris Avos Loitama, the Bris Avos is still intact. So what's the difference between bris avoys and schus avoys? So Toysus explains, schus avoys are the merits our avoys accumulated while they were here on this world. And we as their descendants benefit from those merits despite the fact that we don't deserve it. But over the years, we exhausted that bank account. Bris avoys is a pact, a covenant, a promise that Hashem made with our avoys. Hashem gave His word, His name. He assured the Avos that your children, Klai Yisrael, no matter what happens, how badly we behave, He will never abandon us and He will never destroy us. And that's Bris Avos. As we find in the Toichicha in this week's parasha, even after Klai Yisrael were not doing Ratzon Hashem, the Pasik says, V'zecharti es brisi Yaakov, v'af es brisi Yitzchak, v'af es brisi Avraham Eskar. Hashem will always remember the bris He made with our Avos, because bris Avos never ceased. And that's why we conclude the first bracha of Shemayin Esra, Laman Shemoy Ba'ahava, because we are not asking for help under the rubric of Zchus Avos, but rather because of the promise of Shemoy, Laman Shemoy Ba'ahava, Hashem's name, His word, His promise to our others. The Svarim HaKadoshim offer a beautiful reference to this concept in another Pasuk in this week's parasha. Hashem promises us, Despite all the indiscretions, I will not despise them, nor will I reject them. Breaking my covenant. The acronym of Zois is Sechus Avos Tama. Despite the fact of Zois, that's Chus Avois Tama. That's Chus Avois has been depleted. I will still not despise you or reject you. Why? Because I will never nullify the bris, the bris Avois that I made with Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. What a beautiful idea. We live life with the belief of bris Avois Loitama. Hashem will never forsake us, no matter how difficult things get. We know He will never abandon us. The person that most embodied this idea of bris avis loitama was the holy Taner Abakiva. Despite all the adversity and all the hardships, he never gave up hope. There's a fascinating Gemara in Mesechtis Menachas. When Moshe Rabbeinu ascended up to Shemaim to accept the Torah, he found Hashem sitting and tying crowns onto the letters of the Torah. He was putting the finishing touches on the Torah, so to speak. Amr Lafana of Moshe said, Why are these crowns necessary? Who is preventing you from giving the Torah as is without these additions? 
Amr Loi, Hashem said to Moshe, Adam Echad Yesh, there's a man, Sha'asad Liyas Besoif Kamadairas, who is destined to be born after many generations, and his name is Akiva. Sha'asad Lidrash, he is destined to derive Al Kol Koitz Vakoitz Tilan Tilan Shahalachas. From each and every thorn of these crowns, mounds upon mounds of Alachas. It is for his sake that the crowns must be added to the letters of the Torah. So I once heard an unbelievable idea on this Gemara. As we know, Rabbi Kiva encountered many obstacles, many difficulties in his life, but he never let it get him down. He was always optimistic. I'll call koitz v'koitz. Any time Rabbi Kiva had encountered a thorn in his life, any difficulty, he used that as motivation to derive tilin tilin shalalachas. He used the hardships as a tool to elevate himself even higher, to become an even greater Tamat Chacham. He used that difficulty as an impetus to grow and steig and become even more righteous, to become an even greater tzaddik. When he was 40 years old and he didn't know how to read Aleph Base and everyone gave up hope on him, he wasn't the third. He went to Cheder and sat with five-year-old boys in kindergarten to learn Kometz Aleph Ah. When he got married and his shver would not support him and he was forced to live in abject poverty, that didn't hold him back from learning for 24 consecutive years. And when all of his 24,000 students perished, he didn't throw in the towel. He used that calamity to start a new yeshiva. I'll call koitz v'koitz. For every thorn thrown his way, tillin tillin shel halachis. Rabbi Kivi used those adversities to grow even greater in Torah. As we approach the Yontav of Kabbalah Satira, we emulate the Midas of Rabbi Kiva. He had the most positive outlook on life, and he never let anything get in his way of him steiging higher and higher in Tyra. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.